0: Hi, hello. How are you, sunshine? Welcome to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Diddle. I am a small town girl from upstate New York. I'm a diagnostic medical sonographer, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, six-figure entrepreneur, future functional medicine doctor, and conscious joy spreader. I am obsessed with helping you navigate the undercurrents of life the time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively uplevel your life starting today. Hey, Katie, how are you? Hi, good. Thank you
1: so much for having me.
0: Yes, I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to this for like a hot minute.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for having me. I'm excited.
0: Of course. No, I'd love to start off by first thanking you for being on here. Second for just being who you are. Just being, you know, it's so hard these days to find authentic people. And Instagram is the highlight reel of people's lives, and TikTok yeah. and Facebook and and people show what they want to show. And you are one of those people that just doesn't. You show all aspects. And I followed your journey for a really long time and I just thought my listeners could really appreciate your story, where you're at, where you were, how you got to where you are. And so yeah. that's really what I want to talk about today.
1: Oh, thank you so much. That means a lot. I'm ready.
0: You're ready. Okay. Awesome. Well, first I'd like to kind of rewind a little bit. You were in the competition world, you Mm -hmm. were competing. um, And I found when I was doing that, it was a very different journey for everybody. Mm -hmm. And the hardest part was the transition out of it. So I'd kind of like to know your background in health and fitness, how you got into it, and then like your transition into where you are
1: now. Okay. So- Let's rewind to the beginning. So I was an art person. Like I loved painting and drawing and I lived in New Mexico where I grew up. And when I was applying to colleges, I got like this little art scholarship to San Diego state. And I wanted to get out of New Mexico and go to San Diego. So I was like, okay. So I go to San Diego and growing up my whole life, I was very active in sports. I always played sports. I never struggled with, you know, feeling out of shape or looking like i feeling like I looked unhealthy or fat or anything. But then when I moved to to San Diego and I got into school, I stopped playing sports. I wasn't like a a collegiate athlete. I just played casually, you know, in high school. So I stopped working out. I didn't know how to exercise in the gym, so I didn't go. I fell into the typical college girl, freshman lifestyle where I was staying up late, partying, drinking for the first time in my life, like eating like complete garbage and not exercising. And I gained like pretty much the freshman 15, freshman 20. And I remember it was the first time in my life where I felt so unhappy with how I looked. And I felt like I was constantly getting sick and I was like, my body was squishy. And I I was just, uh, here comes all the like, you know, self-confidence issues. And I'm like, you know what? I need to clean up this act and get healthy. And I need to get, you know, back my life together. So I joined the school gym not knowing anything about fitness, literally zero. And I was so intimidated walking in there that I just went on the treadmill for 15 minutes and walked on the treadmill and then I left because I was like, I have no idea what to do. This is so scary. So after freshman year, I went home back to New Mexico and I hired a trainer because I was like, so determined to lose this weight that I put on. And my trainer that I hired was in the bodybuilding world. She was a figure competitor in the natural league. Um, And she was incredible. She still is like a good friend of mine today, but she's just this buff girl. And she was talking, was showing me her competition photos. And I was like, I want to make this my goal. Like this is the coolest thing. So she just uh, opened this whole world to me that I didn't even knew existed. Um, So I made that my goal. And I was like, I'm going to step on stage. I'm going to do bikini competition. And when I did that, I lost so much weight. I got so into fitness and I was so fired up with learning about how much nutrition and training can change your body. And then when I stepped on stage, I actually won my first show and I was like the best feeling in the world. And then I just did it for, I don't know, seven years after that, just competing and competing and competing. Um, And through that whole process, that's kind of when Instagram kind of started. So I started to share my journey on Instagram and that kind of caught fire. And then people were asking me to to coach them and help them get in shape. So then I was like, well, I guess I'll get my personal training license. I can't like tell people what to do unless I really (laughs) know what I'm doing. So I got certified and then I switched my major to to kinesiology. I was an art major and I switched it to kinesiology. So I just went all in on the fitness, new passion found. Um, And then after I graduated college, I, my coaching business was pretty good. And that's kind of that was my full time thing and you know in conjunction with the content creation and youtube and all of that um and then after uh, 7 years of bodybuilding i got sick of just trying to be lean and i was like i just want to be so strong i just want to be super muscular and super strong so then i decided to do powerlifting so then i went that direction and i did powerlifting and i gained so much weight but it was like so much muscle and it was so fun And I lifted so heavy. And honestly, the powerlifting was way more fun than the bodybuilding. Way more fun. Oh, really? Okay. Oh my God, yeah. It was like so much more fun because you could eat everything Mm -hmm. and you just feel so strong. And like the style of training, it was just, I was outlifting all the guys in the gym and it was like the the best feeling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, girl. I love that.
1: Wow. I never even thought of it
0: like that. Like, I mean, because bodybuilding is so, you know.
1: So, so different. So that's great. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. I love this. And then you know how like bodybuilding competitions, like you're supporting each other, but you're also sort of everyone's eyeing each other up. Like, Oh, she looks good. Like, you know, there was a little bit of snarkiness, (laughs) Yep. but in powerlifting, it's so objective. You either lift the weight or you don't lift the weight. You know what I mean? And with bodybuilding, it's so subjective to the, who do you know? That's a judge. And what does this judge like? What does that judge like? And did you move your hair the right direction? Like it's so just so much gray area. Whereas powerlifting, it's just black or white. Do you lift it? Do you not lift it. And everybody is so supportive. Like it doesn't matter if you're competing against that person, you are cheering them on to lift the weight. It's like the energy in there is so exciting and so positive. And I love that world about, you know, I love that space of you know, powerlifting me. So anybody out there who's considering it, I would say do it. It's so fun. Now, are you still into it now? Um, I'm not competing in it anymore. I got really busy with just my businesses and life. Um, but I still do powerlifting training. So I still lift super heavy. I still do my heavy compound moves, my squat, my bench, my deadlift. I'm constantly like trying to keep my strength up. Um, but as you, you know, you know, as you eat and lift really heavy, you're going to gain weight. So it's just for me now, it's finding a balance of enjoying the way that I look physically and feeling also as strong as I can. So I'm really focused now on like performance over aesthetics. Whereas before I was so hyper focused on how did I look? Did I have six pack abs or did I only have two pack abs? You know, like I was so just mental about it. And now it's like, I'm more chill and I'm more just, I want to see what my body can actually do instead of what it can just look like because it's kind of boring. So. I love the way you put that because we're so focused on what the mirror
0: is showing us. We're really like, Mm -hmm. how do you feel? Do you know anything about yourself? And I know Mm -hmm. for me personally, like I lost touch with what my body was telling me when I competed. I competed for seven years too. Now, did you come out with hormone imbalances, um, a a messed up relationship with food? Like, is there anything (sighs) about that that you'd like to share? Because people look at you and they're like, oh my gosh, you just look amazing. And I look Mm -hmm. at me and I'm like, I look sick. Like I was so, I I was, and I say that now because I didn't know how sick I was then. Right. So in the moment I'm like, yeah, I looked amazing. I worked super hard for that, but I was, you know, really, really sick. So what are your, what's your experience with that?
1: It's kind of messed up because on one hand, if someone were to come to me and say like, I really want to compete, what should I do? I would encourage them not to do it. Me too. Because yeah, you looked amazing for 20 minutes. You know what I mean? On stage when yep. you're covered in brown liquid and like, <laughs> I don't know. And then the next day, like you wake up and you feel like crap. And then the the next month or two months or three months or year after that, 20 minutes of, of amazing physique, you struggle. Like it's, I always tell anybody who's going to compete. I'm like, are you sure you want to do this? Because this, com- the prep is the easy part it's after the show. That's the hard part. And I feel like almost every single person I've talked to that's competed has gone through this where personally I, I competed for seven years, like you did. And it was almost like every time I competed, once I stopped competing and gained all the weight, I felt like I had to do another show to get back into my prime. So it was just this cycle of like, I guess I'll compete again. Cause that's the only way I can really lose the weight. So Competing, getting really lean, and then gaining a bunch of weight and feeling like poop, and then competing again to lose the weight that I gained, and then relaxing because that was super hard. And then oh, I guess I'll do another show. Like you know what I mean? It was so up and down. Um, but through that whole seven years, at, when I came out of it, that's why I went all in on powerlifting because I was like, this is so exhausting, and I don't want to diet anymore. <laughs> you know. Um, but I I really did struggle, and I even am struggling now with getting my hormones under control. like I'm working with a naturopath now and we do all this blood work and he said, yeah, like because of how much of up and down I did for so long, my body's just like super tired and it's not talking my brain's not talking to my hormones and whatever enough. so it's struggling I'm struggling now with it all and like, yeah, I still have energy and I feel fine and everything's gonna be okay but I know a lot of other people who aren't okay. Like I'm one of the lucky ones where I'm like, that was really bad for me to do that to my body in hindsight. I didn't know what it was going to do. And I, I guess I don't regret it because I learned so much and it got me to where I am. But it, to anybody out there that I'm like, who's listening, who's thinking about competing, my advice would be like, don't do it. You can get lean and look amazing and not ruin your body. (laughs) Oh, this hits me so
0: hard because it's the exact advice that I give. And people are like, why would you give that advice? But the same thing, it's been, I've been working with a naturopath for a year and a half and she's changed my life. But she's also like, Shauna, like you did so much to your body and you pushed yourself to a limit. Most people will never push themselves to, right? Mm -hmm. You know, getting down to four or 5% body fat. And like, it's we're women, we're meant to carry weight. We're meant Mm -hmm. to carry babies. We're meant to have Mm -hmm. a menstrual cycle, right? And- you ignore all those things for so long and then you expect your body to just bounce back when you feel like it, it's just not how it works. Right. So I'm, I'm grateful that you shared that experience because people, we, we're struggling alone right now. And I feel like there's more people than mm-hmm. not that are do the, doing these yo-yo dieting things or competing or whatever and just it's not sustainable so they're struggling alone which was my big pull to want to talk to you because I wanted to know your story your take on things it's isolating and when your relationship with food changes I mean I don't know about you but I had to to leave the community I was in to leave bodybuilding because I didn't know how to leave it and when I left it was scary I literally moved states wow and I was like I just need a different environment for you
1: to like recognize and actually do something about it
0: And I wanted to go back half a dozen times. Half a dozen times I looked back and I was like, what did I do? Like, I had it good, but it's not about having it good. I wasn't Mm -hmm. listening to myself. I wasn't happy. I was alone. I was saying no to all social interactions, right? I wasn't dating. There was no. So that you can have
1: like a tight stomach. Exactly.
0: So dumb. It's so dumb. It's so. And I feel like we're more and more like getting exposed to, you know, loving your body how it is. Like, there's more body positivity happening. Um, But the struggles don't just go away. They take years and years and years to reframe your mindset and look in the mm-hmm. mirror and tell yourself that you're beautiful and you know move right. on with your life. And I love that you went to something that made you feel good.
1: Right. Um, one thing I will say, what was I going to say? Oh, is I feel like, I don't know if you feel this way too, but don't you feel like the years of up and down yo-yoing really took a toll on your metabolism? Yes, absolutely because I look back on when I very first started and to anybody who's considering bodybuilding, like just think about this. I look back to when I began when I began, and my metabolism was super fast. I was able to eat. I think my first show, I kid you not, I was eating 250 carbs at the end of That's my- That's insane. Like I was eating so much, like so much. Food is good. Then, literally like seven years of dieting Now in order to like lose the weight, I have to be on like a hundred carbs a day, which sucks, Mm -hmm. you know? And I would just imagine, I'm like, what if my priority back then was to perform and be a really awesome athlete and it wasn't to just get really lean? Like, where would I be now? I would be a machine, you know, like my metabolism would be so fast. I'd be strong and be eating everything. Life would be better. I wouldn't be struggling with my hormones. You know, and I wish I could have told myself back then, like, like, it's not about just being lean. Like you are an athlete. I love this. This came to me. I I made a TikTok about it, but um, it's this, and I've said this in so many of my posts lately. You are an athlete, not a dieter. You need to start living and stop restricting. Like you need to start working with your body and not fighting your body. You need to love the body for what it does for you. And release the hate that you have for your body. And when you do that, everything will change. Because when your mind is on your side and you realize that you're not in this war against your body, your body's going to perform better, and you're going to achieve more, and you're going to have way more fun doing it.
0: Oh, I love that. That's so powerful. (laughs) Can you like? Can we like rewind? I want you to tell me that. (laughs) Where were you seven years? I have it on a
1: TikTok, like (laughs) as the audio saves, so people could see. Really.
0: No, it's so true. And there's so many listeners out there that all of all ages that still listen to me thinking like, what's my advice on bodybuilding? So this is great. Like you're an athlete, like listen to your body intuition. Food is great. Like you Mm -hmm. shouldn't have to look at food and think it's all bad for you, especially when you fuel your body with the right nutrients. And you know, you can have a balance of like relationships and friendships and social interaction.
1: Yeah.
0: what did you find like when you went into powerlifting other than the community um, mm-hmm. and building kind of yourself back up? Did you mm-hmm. find um, anything in particular, I want to say, not comparison-wise, but like if somebody didn't want to powerlift and they didn't want to be a bodybuilder, but they're just struggling with identity, with like mm-hmm. what they should look like. They're comparing themselves to other people.
1: Do you have any advice for those people well, when you are comparing yourselves to other people, that's, that's an immediate direct path to unhappiness. And what I tell even my clients who come to me that want to lose weight, I, I tell them like everybody's in such a race. They're like, like losing weight or getting healthy or becoming stronger or building muscle. It's not a race. Like Your journey with fitness is not a race. You're not in competition with anybody. You're not even in competition with yourself. You, it's a relationship with yourself because you love yourself and because you want this better life for you and a healthier lifestyle that you're trying to learn how to adopt. That's the beautiful journey that you're embarking on. It's not like this, this rabbit race to lose fat and to build muscle and whose butt is bigger on Instagram and like look <laughs> at her butt. What what workouts is she doing? Like, it's it's all about you loving yourself and loving yourself enough to want to become healthier. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I mean, and I, it's great to have goals. Like I'm not yeah. saying you have goals. It's great to have goals and to work towards them and to accomplish them. But just remember that your goal doesn't have a timeline. It's, it's like you have the rest of your rest life of your so
0: life. Yeah.
1: So don't rush to it, you know?
0: we are. We're in such a, it's a rat race. It's a Mm -hmm. rat race. Did you find like journaling or meditating or speaking about your goals or what did you find like helped you navigate like the changes in your life? Right. Cause you went through a lot. You went art major to kinesiology, you know, bodybuilding, powerlifting, like what helped you navigate change? Cause I feel like we often struggle
1: and we get into our old habitual patterns Mm -hmm. because we don't know what to do differently. Right. I think for me, like I said, having a goal that I'm working towards always really helps. It's when I don't have a goal that I'm kind of floating in this, I don't know what to do with my life mindset. Um, But when I have like a concrete thing that I'm working towards, whether that was like bodybuilding and then it was like, I want to get as muscular as I can literally for like three years, I was on a three-year bulk. I was like, I was all in. Yeah. Really, that's a lot really of food. It was a lot of food. <laughs> it was a little bit like, it was so fun. And I loved that time of my life. But then on the other spectrum, it was a little bit too much. Like it was a little bit too far in the other direction. Yeah, And I almost got like reverse body dysmorphia like where I thought I wasn't big enough. I was like, I'm not muscular enough. I need to add more muscle. And I look back now and I'm like, oh my God, I was so big. I did you go so through a muscle.
0: phase of like trying to get the muscle off too? I remember yes. following yeah. you through that phase, right?
1: Yeah. I'd stopped lifting for a year. I didn't lift at all, which was crazy. Cause I went like two times a day for like two hours every day for three years. And then one year of just nothing. Cause I was like, I just want to lose all this muscle. It's too much. Is that what happened for you? Like, did that work out for you that year? Like, yeah, I, well, that was also the year that I was like falling in love with my fiance. So it was very distracting and fun. Of course. of <laughs> course. Congratulations, by the way. That's so wonderful. Um, So that kind of was perfect timing because I was so distracted and we went on a bunch of trips and I just was enjoying life, which I didn't really let myself do until that point, you know, because I was so fitness obsessed.
0: Mm-hmm. And he's been in your life for a while now, hasn't he? Yeah. It'll be six years in November. Okay. So seeing him, seeing you go through all these phases, um, does he have a, not even a, what's his support like for you? Cause some people are fortunate enough to have that support and others are not. And I think there's, you know,
1: yeah, he was a key factor in me realizing how I was too hyper-focused on my body. Like when he came into the picture, I was very muscular. I just finished powerlifting. and I thought that I would look small and he was like, you have so much muscle. Like he was just, this held up a mirror and kind of made me realize that I was in this bad mindset about my body where I was like hyper obsessive about it. And, um, he just, he doesn't, you don't need to look like that. Like people will like you, even if you're just like a normal person. And it's like, you don't have to be this, this crazy muscular, like fitness girl, which there's nothing wrong with being muscular. No, I agree with you. I love it, yeah. But it was nice to have that sort of um, sounding board to kind of break me out of my little chamber right. I was living in. Yeah, yeah, we get we get in a
0: cage because that's yeah. what we see ourselves every day. Now, your your businesses are into you know fitness, nutrition, training, all that stuff. Like, um, you have an active line and all of that. Yeah. Do you find um, you're more conscious about your decisions or like? harder on yourself because of your businesses and you know the, your target audience, I should say?
1: I feel like uh, my business is kind of, well, you only have so much energy. So all my energy was in my workouts. And then when I launched my brands, it was all into that. And then I, I kind of went through this period where I felt like I almost lost myself because I was so into my businesses that I kind of ignored the fitness portion of my life. So okay. it's Life is just the balance, you know, you got to just find a balance of work and social life and workouts and what are your goals? And that's, I think, been the, the most challenging thing for me um, since launching the brand is like finding that happy balance of balancing like my healthy lifestyle and my businesses and my relationships.
0: Because <laughs> the yeah. pendulum's swinging too far, you know, yeah. left and right. And I think feel like once you've been extreme when it comes to any kind of sports or anything like that your life is very extreme. You live on the edge. You want the goals. You push further, you push faster, you push harder, you know, you get results, but it's really hard to find
1: that balance with everything else in your life too. And then also with people who do the extremes, whether that's like the fitness competitions or whatever, um, you always compare that perfect, that prime of whatever that was to use to yourself now. So like, I look so true I have these businesses and they're doing well and I have this great home life and I have a great relationship, but why don't I look like I did when I was competing or why Why am I not like, why don't I feel as strong as I was when I was powerlifting? Like I always put myself down. Like I feel when we accomplish things, we tend to always want to be that accomplishment forever, you know, like I want to be super lean and I want to be super strong and I want to have these successful businesses and I want to be a great partner (laughs) and I want to, and I want to, and it's just too much. Like you can't like, that's the beauty of life is that it, it always flows and you go through these different chapters and it's been um, a learning experience for me to realize that I can't do it all, all the time, you know?
0: Yeah. Totally, it's a rat race to the end. I said, "What are we? What are we racing to? Our death, like going, you know, six feet under? Like, what are you yeah. running to? Like, today is all you have. This moment's all you have. And until you recognize that, like you said, great to have goals, you know, do the do your thing. But the advice from people, you know, wisdom versus experience. Advice from right. people who have lived it. If you can take a little bit of that little nugget of that, I think that that can help anybody, you know, because change is inev- inevitable. So are setbacks and, mm-hmm. and part of life. That's what makes it beautiful, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Totally. Um So what?
0: So, what are you working towards now? Like, where are you at right, right now
1: with your businesses? Still finding, still finding the balance. <laughs> yeah, girl. The balance. Um, my businesses have been okay. Like the the clothing brand, I launched it December two thousand nineteen, right before COVID. So that was really a rough timing to launch a business. Um, yeah. And so we, I went through a lot of learning experiences. We will say we'll call them learning experiences. Yeah. <laughs> About that. Um, so that's been fun. It's, it's been very enjoyable, but it's been difficult um, for me because I really don't know what I'm doing when I'm launching a clothing brand. I'm like some fitness girl, you know, like <laughs> jumping into a new
0: industry. Did you like, um, look into mentors and stuff for like your businesses and stuff? Cause I know I do have a lot of people that reach out to me cause I started my own business and I'm like, I kind of, I did hire business coaches to start online business, but when I came to ordering clothing and stuff like that, it was a literally Google me learning and yes. figuring it out and screwing it up all the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Oh, I,
1: I should have found a mentor, but I didn't. And It was just a lot. So I'm finding a balance of trying to make the businesses work and also enjoy life, you know. It's a lot of work because
0: nobody's telling you to clock in or clock out, right? Did you ever you started your own line and stuff, but did you ever work for anybody before that? Have you done the corporate life before?
1: No, no. I straight out of college. I went straight into the entrepreneur world. I mean, I had little odd jobs, but I never did like a career job before I did the fitness stuff. So you think you'll forever be an entrepreneur launching businesses yeah. and stuff? Yeah. yeah. I don't see myself working for someone else. No. I don't recommend it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't work out for most people. Yeah. And,
0: and like right now, do you feel like you navigate uh, like set, setbacks and stuff in your life and your relationships and stuff different? Do you feel like you have a different mindset towards things as you've gotten older and learned along the way?
1: Like, do you have any advice? I do, for I feel like our ego wants us to accomplish a lot all the time. and I know mine does like when I when I wake up and I have a day where I don't progress in some way and I don't accomplish something I feel like I'm failing and I think that it's important to learn that life is not just about accomplishing goals and accomplishing like financial success or anything like life is really about being fulfilled and being happy and enjoying the moment and I think we're so distracted with these things that we want to achieve or like money or career stuff that we kind of let our life and real good substance of life, which is our relationships and literally are just our day to day, because that's what we're living every day. Um, we let that slip slip away and we let it just kind of, we work five days a week just to live. Okay. On the two days that we have off, you know, just to enjoy those two days and it's a waste. So I'm trying to really reframe my mind to think I'm going to actually enjoy every day and not be so obsessive about progressing and accomplishing and money. And, you know, I think that that's important.
0: Absolutely no, you're spot on. You're spot on, and and I think if that's the biggest takeaway, I think that's a great way to leave this. And uh, I think you offered a lot of great advice to my listeners. And where can they reach you? Where can they find you? I'm going to put all your links in the description oh, below. Thanks. So I just want to send everybody
1: your way. I think you're wonderful yeah. and just oh, genuine, so and um, yeah. they can reach me through the platforms. My my handle is Cute Katie Bug, and uh, on YouTube I'm just Katie Corio. So that's where you can find me, and all my links are all over there. So.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for your time today, Katie. I really appreciate you, you, your honesty and, and everything, something everybody needed to hear. I'm sure of it.
1: Thank you so much for having me. That was fun.
0: Wow, I truly hope you took something away from today's episode. I know I did. I think that the more I connect with people, the more I don't feel alone in my life. And that's my goal with this podcast. I don't ever want you to feel alone in anything that you're going through. So maybe bodybuilding isn't your thing. Maybe powerlifting isn't your thing. Maybe starting a business isn't your thing. But one thing Katie said that resonated with me that I know all of you can take away is a happier, healthier you looks different for everybody and finding that balance is super important to having a life well lived so think about all your big life experiences then think about where you've made yourself better along the way and the obstacles and struggle struggles you've overcame to get to where you are now that's what makes you who you are i love you all so much thank you for listening go check katie out she is a wonderful kind human being and i cannot wait to meet her in person one day Y'all take care, drink your water, eat your veggies, smile.